Hello and welcome to Jeff Pasito Reads. I'm Jeff Pasito, and as you may have noticed from the jingle bells in the theme song, today's story is a special story for the holiday season. Please join me as I read to you Winter. The windy plane appeared to wake outside the single pane window of Julian's small first floor bedroom. He was nine years old and, to the best of his knowledge, had never gone a year without witnessing the first flakes of snowfall from the sky above his parents' French-style bungalow. Usually he sat and watched for those first puffy flakes with his grandmother by his side. She would sit to his right, with her tissue paper sweater draped over her knobby shoulders, top button done to hold it in place over her short-sleeve, flower-print, crimpling dress. She had three virtually identical ones that she would rotate through, but Julian always remembered her in the deep blue one with vibrant red-petaled flowers. She would sit in silence beside him, at the foot of his bed, her hands folded neatly in her lap and her large glasses hanging heavily on her thin, sharp nose, causing her eyes to bug out behind their warping lenses. Julian's mum had taken the dress away yesterday. She had hidden it on him, and he had no idea where it was. He missed the rough texture of that fabric as it sat beside him at the foot of his bed, looking out at the undulating fields of wheat. This morning she took the picture of his grandmother that he had laid beside him on his bed, angled towards the window, staring out at the fields through the worn wooden frame. So now he sat alone and in silence, save for the elements outside, relentless against the four walls that sheltered his family. Squinting, he tried to focus the outside sharper, his eyes chasing a pale ghost caught in the periphery of his vision. But it wasn't a flake of snow, only a last desperate seed of pollen looking for purchase. His small nostrils flared slightly as he breathed deeply without expanding his chest, filling his throat and lungs with the shallow scent of old pine. He stood, eyes transfixed out the window, but focused beyond his vision. Turning, he walked out of his room, leaving the small single bed and functionally decorative wardrobe behind. At the front door, he slid his feet into wool-lined boots mechanically while his arms simultaneously stretched into his blue and red down-filled jacket. A scarf was sewn into the collar so he couldn't lose it, and he slipped his hands into the knitted mittens that dangled from frayed strings at the ends of the elasticized cuffs of his sleeves. His feet crunched the frosted grass as his boots clobbed along with him, out through the short front yard, past the waist-high worn white iron gate, and to the field across the gravel street. In the field laid a pattern of vertical stones, some larger, some smaller, but each carried some sort of design, bearing a carving of names or images. Each stone marked a grave, each grave marked a life lost to time. Julian stepped carefully between the rows of stones, ensuring his footfalls landed innocuously on the invisible grid between the plots until he reached one of about medium size, with the name Juliette de Grolier etched on its pebbled surface. After a moment, staring blindly, he sat down beside the rock. His thin pants instantly transferred the cool of the late-season ground through to his young flesh. 
As the chill permeated his thighs and calves, he leaned his head against the rock, the only effigy of his grandmother left. His eyes fluttered open as a deep breath of winter air filled his lungs. He felt the tips of his ears and the end of his nose start to numb as the rest of his body sat in frozen stillness. His eyelids began to slow their rapid movement, opening and closing, slower and slower, and wider and wider with each blink, until he opened them to a light dusting of white spread evenly across his entire field of vision. A thin layer of soft powder frosted his nose and everything else from horizon to horizon and in between. He felt two strong arms hoist him up, his body cracking against the movement. He heard the murmur of his father's deep voice against him, yet as distant as the spring, as he was carried back through the snow-covered field and across the whitewashed road towards his house, the steeples now frosted too with the first flakes of winter. Thank you for listening to the holiday special story, Winter. We will be taking a short break from our weekly podcast and return in mid-January with the new story, Chrism. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can reach me by email at jeff at pasito.com. That's J-E-F-F at P-A-C-I-T-T-O dot com. On Twitter at jpasitoreads or visit our website at pasito.com. <laughs>